Welcome to the Cinescare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And with us tonight is Mr. Superfan, Super Cubs fan tonight. He's wearing a, a, an old-style dad-style dad uh, Cubs uh, baseball cap. and uh, it's, it's like 15 years old. It looks good. I like <laughs> Thanks, it. Thanks, man. I like it's it. It's a classic look. Sharp. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, it's the wrong course, team, but it's a classic look. It's the exact oh, right team. It's the right team. <laughs> and Joe's a White White Sox fan, by the way. Yes, I am. And speaking of right teams, he's also wearing a Cinescare hoodie. Uh, the the same one, but uh, it's the I love it. the Jaws one, uh, which is is available uh, for purchase. Not limited edition, so it is available <laughs> for purchase. <laughs> At at cinescarehorror.com, uh, dot and there actually there's a whole bunch of things available for purchase. And let me remind you that we don't we don't get paid to do this, so we actually spend money to to do that. We're kind of foolish, but we spend money to do this. So uh, you know, it'd be nice if uh, you know every little bit counts. If you get on there, buy a t shirt for fifteen whatever it is bucks, uh, get a hoodie for well, how much was that? Three hundred dollars. <laughs> Three hundred. Yeah. Forty uh, so bucks for a hoodie. Forty dollars for a hoodie, something like that. Yeah. And uh, you know, the proceeds go to a good cause. That is your Matt listening Joe entertainment. Mark. Yeah, exactly. Your listening entertainment. You know, maybe we maybe we started off. Maybe you were onto something. Maybe we did it wrong. Maybe this should be limited edition. Mm. Like we could take things off the store. That's true. We could. You we know, could we could do, do like a countdown clock. Mm, like we're only going to make thirty of these, and yeah, then when on. they're gone, they're gone. Well, yeah, don't yeah. take the Friday thirteenth off. I haven't gotten that yet. I need that. You let us know. Okay. Yeah, as soon as Mark buys it. As soon as we sell twenty nine no, more. Actually, what I'm thinking, we'll take is it down. Come up with a limited edition. Mm. You know, oh, we could probably or, or something like that. We could put our heads together and yeah. do that. Something you could, that you could do, uh, like uh, Joe could do one of those uh, pictures for like a hoodie of like maybe uh, uh, Joe Joe smacking me on 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 stage or something, you know? <laughs> it's like <laughs> pronounce your words right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, hey, yeah. you know, Mark, you've got crayons back there somewhere, don't you? You don't have to put all the heavy lifting on me. You can come up with some of these designs. No, we'll throw them no, on a T-shirt. I'm not that talented like you yeah. are. You know that is a pretty good idea. You take the you take the the picture of Will Smith hitting Chris Rock, superimpose your head on it yeah. and Mark's head. <laughs> that would I'd like that. I like that idea yeah. actually. Right. Um, all right. So we are back once again, and uh, if that wasn't abundantly clear, <laughs> it, but the minute you turn this on, you should know that we're back. I guess. Yep. Or that you saw uh, the new episode is up. But uh, and I know that we've got a lot to talk about because I think we all saw some stuff this week. Although a lot of what we saw or what we were texting with each other about mm-hmm. is stuff we can't really talk about this week because it has to do with the next theme, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but there, but we each we did have at least a few movies each that we watched that were non-theme related and or non. Um, Interesting. Next theme related. <laughs> ah yes, yeah. That's um, so why don't we uh, start things off with the the uh, inimitable Mr. Joe Jans? I only watched one film that wasn't 
blade related or the future theme related that's for the not, next episode. That's not true. I know I watched, of at least two that you watched. All right. One is just a, one letter. What's the other one? The other one is Nightmare Alley, right? Oh, uh, I don't. Yeah, I did watch Nightmare Alley, but I wouldn't consider that. Well, that's a true. Horror. Yeah, that's true. It, um, it's, it's adjacent, <clears throat> I guess. It's a noir. It has which, the word nightmare in it. Yeah, it does have that. But, but uh, it is definitely a noir. But yeah, it's not really horror, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's true. I did like it. It was very good. Yeah. But it was uh, it was no, okay. It was the okay. Uh, the I other one it. I watched yeah. that's that's horror related is was X. Yeah. In the movie theater, so we might as well just. Start kicking the crap out of Joe right off the bat. It's, well, I, I don't think we can talk too much about it because it did just come out, and there are right. certainly things I think you'd rather not know about going into it. But, um, I mean, just general overall feelings, What I guess, what did you I, think, Joe? I thought it was very slow-paced with a long, long build-up to an unimpressive payoff. I thought the... Kills could have been more graphic. There were some that I just flat out didn't see. Um, and it's not like I was closing my eyes or watching it wrong. I just, that's how they decided to shoot them. Um, I didn't, there wasn't really, there didn't seem to be a whole lot of motive or character development of the two elderly people in there. I don't understand what their motives were for doing what they did. Uh, and let, let me rewind this back a bit. This overview should should be established first. There's a group of what is it? Four or five people? Six. Six six people. Uh there's actors and cameraman and sound girl and director. They all find this farmhouse that they're gonna rent for a couple of days and they're gonna shoot a porno in the barn that they're staying at without called the, called the farmer's daughter. Called the farmer's daughter. <laughs> And uh, they're, of course, trying to do it on the DL without the farmer or his wife who rented them the room for a couple of days without them realizing what was going on. Um, and then, of course, because you already know this is a horror-themed movie, uh, something bad happens with, uh, you know, and I obviously I can't get into details about it, but um, I was one of the few people that just was not impressed with this film. That being said, from what the research was that I've done online and the text berating that I received all weekend long, lots of other people really liked it. So don't take my word for it. Just wasn't my thing. Well, Fair I, enough. I, I, uh, Mark, I, I, wouldn't say, well, I, I wouldn't say don't take your word for it. I value you know, your opinion, Joe. I, um, uh, yeah, I, 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 re I really enjoyed this film. Um, I watched it twice. Went back to the movie theater and actually watched it twice. Um, Which I, is I, why I was so anxious to go see it, because I can't remember the last time I've seen a movie in the theaters twice. So I was expecting this to just be like The Shining. Oh, well, I, I don't think I, I built it up as The Shining. I, I just I couldn't you get it out of my head. You took that from Mark seeing a movie twice? Mark, no, saw, no. Mark saw Blade in the theaters six times, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but I really it liked Blade, so that was okay with me. It does for Mark to see a movie more than yeah. that. Mark's got a lot of spare time. I'm learning I do, I do. I, he does, yeah. I, I do have a lot of spare time. I mean, I do but work. But I will say... I work hard, say, by the way. 
I don't remember. I don't remember the last time I've seen a movie twice in the theater, but I want to go see this one again. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, Matt. Go, go, go. go well, no, you thoughts. go. You go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, so, um, uh, when when Joe said uh, there's no motive uh, with the elderly couple, there. Absolutely. Well, don't get into it. Don't get into that. I do ah. believe there was one too. But don't get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is gonna be tough. Um, no, I I really enjoyed this film. I loved how. Um, some of the shots were done just with the well Joe's gonna laugh with this, but with the shots with the two glasses of lemonade and how it went into another scene um that was being filmed um at, in the porno movie it i i it, well a lot of people were talking about like how gory this movie is this movie is not gory this it's not i mean it, it depends on. It yeah. depends on your point of reference, but yeah. Right. I mean, there's yeah. some gore. I've but it's, seen I would, worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> would, definitely. We, and, and we've all seen worse uh, with uh, all the French films that uh, right. Joe has But if seen. you're not someone who watches, you know, 100 horror movies a year and right. does a podcast, then... Oh, you, I watched 100 horror movies over the weekend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. you but, you know, if you're not somebody who does what we do, it might con- be, con- you know, you might consider it gory. Yeah, I thought the most gory part in this entire movie was the cow. The oh, cow? the yeah, the dead the cow. Very beginning yeah, of the movie. Oh, the road. dead cow. When they, yeah, yeah, they I drive by a dead cow on the road. That's they, not giving anything away. Run over the cow, kind no, of. No, they just drove by it. No. They, yeah. They, they well, they over ran the over cow. the guts that were. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like they were the killers. Oh yeah, yeah, got, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I I I enjoyed the actors. Um, uh, Joe uh, referenced uh, Matthew McConaughey. I totally get that reference. <laughs> that guy is a poor man's Matthew McConaughey. I'm absolutely, sorry. Absolutely, absolutely. But I enjoyed him. I I, I enjoyed him in it. Uh, Brittany Snow's in it. Uh, she's uh, from. And the only reason why I know who this uh, actress is is because uh, she's in Pitch Perfect, and my daughter loves um, that uh, series. And so, but, just your daughter? Huh? Just your daughter? Yeah, Mark, would, like, Mark likes it too. I I like it, Mark. It's okay. I I did You're like among it. Friends. Okay, yeah, okay, it's, it's a good yes, guy. Yeah. Yes, I I I really enjoyed Pitch Perfect actually, but I did go see it with with uh, my daughter Dylan, but that's the only reason why I know uh, uh, that actress. But I I thought she was great. Um, um yeah, it's it, this movie uh, just really uh, got me in, in the right place. You know, it's it the movie's set in 1979, but there's there's a lot of horror tropes. And, you know, it's like there's peephole that I absolutely despise because it, it scares the hell out of me. There's a peephole scene in it. Oh, that's right. There is. There is. <laughs> Drove me insane. Drove me insane. Mark and his holes. Oh, my gosh. I, I was like, don't. No, no. And it delivered. It delivered. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. It's. I just really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's. It's hard to talk about I, I want to go so spoiler in this. Yeah, you can't really. You can't. Um, yeah. Uh, I I think uh yeah, I, I mean it's it's hands down my favorite movie that so far. Yes. And man. um last year if it had come out last year it probably would have been top 3 for me. Wow. Um, so it's I I think it's going to be high on my list and you know, it's got that 70, it's just got so many elements that I absolutely love, that 70s exploitation. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a great film look, which I just heard an interview with Ty West on uh, on 
on the Mick Garris podcast and also the color, all the colors of the dark podcast. And he was talking about that film look and they didn't actually shoot it on film. It was shot on, on, on digital, but they, you know, used old lenses to make that for the porn scenes. Yeah. Um, they use these old lenses to kind of give it that, uh, that old style look. And then of course they did some things in post to, to, uh, some, they created some LUTs for it and that sort of thing to, to uh, give it the film look as well, the old 16 millimeter film look. And uh, even the, the main parts of the movie that were not the porn um, were made to look like 35 millimeter film. It looks like a movie that was shot on film. And the only reason they didn't, he said, is because they shot it in New Zealand or uh, Australia or New Zealand, New Zealand. And, um, and so they, in, during the pandemic, they didn't want to ship the film back to the United States for processing. So because they were worried about how things are getting lost in the mail and, and shipping and all of that. So uh, they they decided to shoot it on digital. Uh, I, I, you know, there was it, it just a, it, it had such a 70s vibe to it. You know, just lots of you know sexuality to it that you just don't see in movies anymore. So many movies now, especially even horror, is, is so mainstreamed and so PG-13 and 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 like marketed to a specific audience. And this one had had a feel to it that was a little more I I, I thought a little more adult. Um, I oh, like the practice. Sure. I love the yeah. practical effects. Um, I thought there's a certain thing that I, I don't want to talk about too much that that uh, definitely fooled me. Um, it didn't fool Joe, for, apparently, but it definitely fooled me. Um, but I don't want to say anything more about that. Um, and uh, I, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to because apparently they simultaneously shot the prequel to this. And uh, it's going to be, and the prequel is set in like 1918 or something like that. Yeah, and, 1918. And so I'm, I'm it's really Pearl. interested. It's, it's called Pearl. Right. And and so it I'm, I'm really. Should be called W. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm really, I'm interested in, I, I definitely want to see that. I love Ty West. I liked uh, the, the Innkeepers is one of my, I just love that movie. I don't know if you've seen that. And House of the Devil I really enjoyed too. He's a just a great indie filmmaker. And and this was a big release. I mean, this is A24, but but A24 usually does simultaneously releases. Like they don't do wide release very often. Usually they'll have a, a limited release and it will be simultaneously streaming. But this was a big release. It's not streaming yet. It's uh, It was in more theaters than Ty West normally gets. So I just, I, I thought the whole thing was just like pure joy of filmmaking. I, I yeah. absolutely loved it. And, and the I, last I, line's and great. One of the I'm first movies, one of the first movies in a really long time that I, I want to rush back out in the theater and bring Michelle yeah. because Michelle couldn't come with me. She had other things to do. So I want to rush back out and see it as soon as possible again, if possible. Um, I don't know if we'll get to or not it, but um but I definitely want to. So I highly, highly recommend that. I give it four stars. Um, and uh, I, I definitely, you know, I think I think it's definitely worth checking out. Um, what else did you watch, Mark, that was non-theme or future theme related? Um, yeah, I saw uh, Uma. Uh, oh, yeah, you uh, saw that yesterday, right? Yeah, I saw it last night. Uh, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. You didn't um, like it? 
No, no. Um, it's shot, um, cinematography was shot by uh, Mike Flannery, who shot uh, the Raid movies. So, just wanted what to tell that. What movies? Uh, the Raid. The Raid. The mm. Raid movies, which uh, some of my, one of my favorite movies, like, gotta be in my top 50s, is The Raid. Um, but it's uh, directed by Iris uh, Kisham. Um, so this movie stars uh, Sandra Oh, who is a beekeeper named Amanda. She lives in a small rural town. She harvests honey, and that's how she makes her money. And I looked it up. Uh, the fancy way to say beekeeper is a parasist, I believe that's what it's called. Anyways, uh, she lives uh, with her teenage daughter named Chrissy. They live in a house with no electricity because um, she has PTSD over something that we don't figure out until the end of the movie. But um, they they don't have um, internet or phones. Um, so one day her uncle shows up and, and says her mother died a couple months ago and hands a suitcase uh, of her mother's ashes in it. And, well, Amanda and her mother never got uh, along in the past, and the uncle says her anger, her anger will grow as long as she remains in the box. So um, throughout the movie, that's what happens. Uh, this movie is very predictable. Um, some of the shots were fine. I, 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 di I didn't enjoy it. It's, it's PG-13. I didn't know that going in. I just said Uma. And, uh, but it's PG-13. Uh, you see probably something better, kind of similar, probably like uh, uh, the Babadook. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Babadook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's if it's it's similar in that kind of uh, uh, way, oh. but less scary, less scary. Yeah. It, 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 it was I really like the Babadook. I love that. Yeah, movie. it's good. Love um, the Babadook. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great film, but yeah, it was just blah. What uh, anything yeah. else? Uh, yeah, um, I, I think you watched it too, uh, Vicious Fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. No, I, yeah. really, I really like that. It, it, it was interesting, it was interesting. It's not, um, you know, it's not perfect or anything. It, no. It definitely is, is very indie, but I, I thought it was funny. I, you know, the cops, I thought were really funny, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, when, the, when he was, like, really mad at the, at the kid for making fun of the guy's mustache or whatever, it, it was just... It, I, I I really I thought it was hilarious, but so the premise of it is this kid has a roommate. It's he's not a kid. I mean he's like a young adult. He's I guess in his twenties or whatever, and he lives with a couple girls uh, as roommates, and one of them he has a huge crush on, and she goes out on a date. So he's very jealous. He goes he sees them out like kissing in the car, and she comes inside, and he goes out to kind of check him out and she and he sees the guy's car is still there like running and there's a payphone on the corner and the guy's like calling somebody on the payphone and it's set in the 80s I, I'm, I'm thinking right it's like 80s 1983 1983 and the guy the guy's on the phone and he calls somebody and, and so when he drives off the kid get, grabs a cab and tells him follow that that car and he follows him all the way to a bar where he meets up with the guy at the bar and they wind up having drinks and he wants to find out more about him. And he drinks so much that he passes out like in a, in a closet. And when he comes to, he comes out and there's no one there. It's like after hours, everything's locked up, but there's a group of people sitting around like, like a therapy group. 
and he comes to realize that they're all serial killers and it's a support group for serial killers. Yeah. And so one of the serial killers seems to be, I think, I, I, when I say that they are these archetypes, they're not necessarily the exact thing, but you can kind of see that one of the serial killers is sort of a Jason or Michael kind of guy. One of them, one of them uh, is uh, obviously like American Psycho. Right. One is very obviously right. American oh, Psycho. And, He's and, got the members only jacket yeah, yeah. and the hair and everything <laughs> and the great. glasses. Oh, but uh, just just uh, for our uh, main character, uh, we have to tell Joe uh, he's dressed like Marty McFly from Back to the Future. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so obvious. And then <laughs> I'm not sure that the Japanese guy who he's supposed to be, he, but I'm assuming it's from some Japanese horror movie. Well, I, I'm or guessing. Well, he he's a cannibal, so yeah. I'm, I'm guessing he's sort of like the Hannibal Lecter ninja then, type kind of thing. And then there's a guy who's who's a clown, basically, and he, he reminded me a bit of Art the Clown, but he's basically a clown. Like John um, Wayne Gacy. Yeah, John Wayne yeah. Gacy, kind of, but um, and then but skinny. And uh, and then the girl reminded me of – she's kind of made up to look like the girl from the dragon uh, – girl with the dragon mm-hmm. tattoo, yeah. you know. But so, there's a twist. There's a twist. There was definitely a twist, and, yeah. it, and I won't say much more than that. But right. it, it's it's really you know it's it's clever. It's pretty funny. I think it, you know it's it, a it, lot of fun. Yeah, what it's is a lot of fun? fun, huh? What this is, this is fun? fun? It's on Shutter. Yeah, Shutter. It's, okay. an, it's yeah. a Shutter original. Yeah, and uh, so I, I yeah I think you'll have a lot of fun if you check this one out. It's and there's uh, cops in it. There's yeah, cops there's, in it, there's, Joe. Yeah, there's. <laughs> You know, sometimes it's a little self-aware, you know, a little yeah. too self-aware uh, and comments on itself a little too much. But it's it's so much fun that you don't really mind. And the main character, I really like him. I thought he was funny, That the, the main kid. Uh, was, I thought he did a good job of being kind of naive without it being too overboard. And, and he had some funny lines. And I like the girl. They, I, I, I thought the cast was really good. And, of course, I love, got Packer, oh, or, uh, Packer from... The office is in it. Um, yes, I, I I love I love the the there there's a there's a kill scene with pencils, and I love this kill scene with with this pencil. It, oh yeah, best best use of pencils I've ever seen. Yeah, I I, I really liked it. It's it's fun. It's not you know. Uh, it's nothing earth shattering, but I, I I chuckled and I had a good time watching it. So yeah, did, um, my favorite killer in the movie though was the American Psycho uh, killer. Um, uh, at some point, he you know he's dressed up as a detective, and I'm telling you, he reminded me of Jeffrey Combs from The Frighteners. Oh boy, I don't remember that very well. Yeah, I can't I think of it. Yeah, you know Jeffrey character. Combs. Uh, it, he's from The Reanimator. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, does, Jeffrey, yeah. The actor, the actor. Yeah. I, I, I thought he, he was mimicking Jeffrey Combs like so well. This mm. actor who played this guy, uh, what is his name? Uh, Ari, Ari Millen. I thought he stole the movie. The yeah, guy who no, was the psych- yeah the, the American psycho guy. Psycho yeah, guy stole yeah. He the was movie. he was really good. Was I, really I thought good. yeah, but the whole cast was pretty good. Really, yeah. I, I mean the big the big uh, Jason Michael guy was was funny. You know, I thought they were all pretty good. Um, so that one's, and the cops were pretty funny, you know, they, they probably had the clunkiest, you know, dialogue and and some of their stuff wasn't as funny. I think they were 
trying a little too hard with them. But um, well, at least when they weren't, you know, when they were walking, you know, you didn't hear like clown, uh, yeah, yeah, the horns and little whatnot. walking music. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that was a good one. Uh, anything else you watch? Um, I watched some French horror, but I can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, the only other thing I watched was Nightmare Alley, and and I liked it. You know, it's it's not horror, but it's a, a noir, so uh, definitely adjacent. And uh, I I liked it. It's uh, it's not great, but I I did enjoy it, and I was with it the whole way. It was yesterday. I watched it, and it was raining, and I had the day off, so it was like a rainy day. So it was a perfect you know environment to watch it. So. Uh, definitely worth checking out anyway, especially because it's on HBO Max. So uh, I guess that brings us in record time. I mean, I have a feeling this is going to be what, maybe our shortest episode in quite some time. Uh, maybe not. Maybe you guys have a lot to say about Blade. No. But, um... <laughs> it's, Joe, it's your pick. I, I know, pick. but I mean, I, I think it stands, for, it stands on its own. I, You know, I... It's Blade. What, what do you got to say about it? It's awesome. <laughs> well, you got to introduce it. It's okay, I'll introduce yeah. it. So Blade, the character Blade, was actually created by the great Marv Wolfman for Marvel Comics back in 1973, I believe, in uh, Tomb of Dracula number 10 was his first appearance. And then, of course, back in 1998, it got... Uh, uh, put up the property for uh, movie creation starring our, our very own Wesley Snipes. And uh, this whole movie, in case you haven't seen it, this whole franchise is about uh, Blade, who is what they the vampires call a daywalker. He was born, uh, he's like half vampire, half human. So he's got all of the strengths of a vampire, which is um, he can heal himself um he does have a thirst for blood but he doesn't have their weaknesses so he can go out uh at, at in daytime and uh doesn't affect him um i i think he can also have like italian food with garlic i'm not sure they didn't go into that very much but um he still has a thirst for blood so they him can and his buddy eat? whistler can he eat because most vampires can't eat at all they can only like feast on blood that's probably how they stay so young and youthful without yeah. the I've added calories. I've never seen Blade eat, so I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, guess they'd have to read I the book. I don't think they showed anybody eating in the series. I, but. I, I, I've actually, I mean, I've read like hundreds and hundreds, and same as Joe, of comic books. I, I don't think I've ever read a Blade comic book. Uh, I've read a couple Blades just because there was some crossover events back in the early 2000s that involved uh, Midnight them. Suns? Uh, no, I thought he had something to do with, or no, it wasn't Civil War. Uh, I can't remember. I have some of my collection. I'd have to go dig them up. I think it's Civil War II Blade was in. Maybe. Yeah. Um, he did appear quite a bit in Spider-Man's from time to time, um, throughout the, I want to say, 90s. Yeah, but, he was, uh, he was also involved with, uh, Morbius. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the uh, the the first Blade installment uh, is is about Blade simply just hunting vampires, and it's I, I don't want to call it an origin story because he's already developed and you know midway through his cause. Uh, like I said, he's got a friend. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not year one or year two. He, no, he's well no. established. Yeah, 
his friend Whistler, played by Chris Christopherson, is uh, his, you know, guy in the chair. You know, the guy that makes all the great cool tools and, and weapons and stuff for Blade to go out and hunt vampires. And, of course, you know, the vampire army or group or whoever all these vampires are, they obviously, they're against that. They don't want to be killed or, you know, they're trying to, they have this young up-and-comer played by Stephen Dorff. God, what a terrible name. Uh, who plays That's Deacon a great Frost. Name. I love Dorf? Stephen Dorff. I, I love Stephen Dorff, too. I love Stephen Dorff. I love Dorf. Stephen Dorff. I just can't believe he got through grade school with a last name is Dorff. Yeah. I can never Dorf on I golf. can never tell if people are talking about Stephen Dork or I'm sorry, Dorf or or <laughs> <laughs> Joe almost spit out his water. Um, yeah. Or wh- who's the guy that is in the uh Lord of the Rings uh and he plays Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings. What's that guy's name? Wormtongue. Um I I'll look it up. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, 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 just fun fact. Uh Stephen Dorf uh won uh MTV uh movie awards best uh villain. For his role in Blade, and wow. won Best Villain in Blockbuster Awards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just, I did. I did research too. Okay. Um, that, really? That's really an MTV award. MTV Movie Award Best Villain. He won. By the way. It, Steven Dorff's great in this movie. I love Steven Dorff in this. By movie. the way, uh, the Academy Awards were the other night. Was uh, I? I never saw who won the fan best picture. Did you see who? Didn't that might have happened they, they after had a the new, slap? <laughs> they they had a new category: fan favorite. But anyway, go ahead. Oh no yeah. no no! There was a fan favorite for uh, favorite uh, superhero uh, action scene. Oh, oh yeah, and and the Flash scene one was number yeah. one. Which yes, was, which I I I, lo- I kind of love that scene. I there's no way that trumped Captain America saying Avengers Assemble. Oh, when he had the hammer yeah. and caught the hammer. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Not even that close. was number two. That yeah, number yeah, that's two. not even close. So anyway, uh, so. Uh, Deacon Frost, yeah. who is this young and up-and-coming uh, vampire who doesn't want to play by the rules of the old vampire regime. He wants to do something new, and he's trying to bring back this blood god that's going to allow the vampires to take over the entire world uh, and stop hiding from these humans and start ruling them. And Blade sort of has other ideas. So that's that's the long and short of the first installment of the trilogy of Blade. And Matt, I'm we're all dying to know, what did you think? Because you were the only one of the three of us that haven't seen it. By the way, uh, the guy's name is uh, Brad Dorif. Is, is the guy who plays... He was, he was in... Did you ever see Mississippi, Mississippi Burning? Long he time plays ago. like the deputy yeah. in that, and he played. He was in. He was in the client uh, with and, Susan Sarandon, he and was he in, was in uh, Bully. He was in a, a Clockwork Orange, or not Clockwork. Uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. He was. Hmm. He played uh, the rabbit guy or oh, something. Like, oh, Brad Dorif. Brad Dorif. I'm thinking of. Uh, and he played Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings: The uh, The Two Towers and Return of the King. 
Scotch. Oh, I, I, I mean, this just isn't my cup of tea. I, 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 I just, it's. I really struggled to get through these three movies. Um, really, I, I find myself just All like of them? zoning out on these. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for them. Um, I can see I number part three being two, a hard pill to swallow. I thought I, I kind of liked part two a little bit, but yeah, it's just not my thing. Wait, okay, so Matt, so so you're saying like when the security guards uh, shoot Blade in the hospital and Blade stares stares at them and says, "Motherfuckers, are you out of your goddamn minds?" I mean, that's like the, yeah, that there like were one there of were the a couple of scenes... superhero poses. There were, the there were a couple and, couple lines like that that made me chuckle a little bit, but most of the acting in these were absolutely awful. Um, my guess. And the the lines, I just you know what what was it? It's something time for suckerheads or something. What was that line? It's something time for suckerheads. I don't know. And then are we talking about the first one? Yeah. In fact, yeah, my buddy Iski, I think Iski's probably going to be really mad at me because I think he likes these movies. Uh, and he, <laughs> I, I posted that I saw this on my Instagram, and he said he said the line on it, so I'll have to look at it. But uh, and then like, there, and then what was it? Part three when someone dies. All right, spoilers, people. By the way, if you if you've never seen these. Please. Wait, we're going on three right. already? Are we, are we already no, I'm just going saying, on three? I'm, I'm giving you an example because I, I want to give you guys the floor. This is the stuff you like. I really don't have much to say about it, but there was a line where someone dies and the girl's holding him and Blade comes walking up behind like in a trance and stands there going, use this. Use this. <laughs> That's Use it. this. So I next to any any time you guys are having. I had to keep kind repeating of... that to myself during the movie X. <laughs> oh I had, my I had god! To, I had to say that to myself to get through part three. Oh my god! Oh. Okay, anyway. if you're gonna jump forward to number three, then okay, I'd so, like to. No, go no, over. I'm not. No, 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 just, no, no, okay. no. Let's not go to three yet. I don't want to rush you guys. You guys <laughs> stick with one. And, I got and so like many I said, notes on one. I, I don't have much to say. Well, the, okay, well let's talk about gonna, the sunblock. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna let Mark talk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. No, I'm, I'm actually done. I'm. I, I thought what Blade One was great. All yeah, right. I thought so, Blade so let's one talk was about when when uh, he throws uh, uh, the doctor. He throws the doctor over like 600 feet onto another uh, roof of the building, and she only gets a dislocated shoulder. I mean, it, it, any human being that would have killed her. Yeah, but he was able to pop it back in, so you know, no biggie. Yeah, you, you, when you can pop it back in, it's fine. Yeah. So, 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 what do you think of the sunblock scenes? Because I don't understand the sunblock scene. Okay, sunblock scene <laughs> drove me insane. I mean, and he takes you're taking off a big sun... risk. If if your whole if no, your I, entire I like, existence I... depends on you not getting hit by any ultraviolet rays. You're taking a big risk by slapping on sunscreen exactly. and walking out. And who is that to your... His eyes are exposed. His Wait, ears are like inside. No, he took them off. Yeah, he so took his, them off. Then he should yeah, have his eyes are exposed. And, 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 and he's talking. Well, did you? Yeah. Did you yeah. put I'm it all over your mouth? His hair. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you skull. His hair should have been slicked down. Yeah. Should have been wearing should a, have a helmet. Well, yeah, and, he should have been sunglasses. Yeah. Actually, something. he shouldn't be outside. No, he no. shouldn't be outside. <laughs> Period. Yeah, like yeah. the guy steaming and all that. Like when, when they had uh, the head vampire, and he's, you know they're at the ocean, and you know the sun's coming up, and and he's like steaming, but they didn't put some block all over their bodies. He's steaming out of the you know the chest. It's like they would have been doing the same thing. 
How many times so, do you have to reapply? You know, like you have exactly. to reapply. Well, but, yeah, well, I mean, Blade, Blade whatever you do, say, don't get wet. Blade did say to uh, um, Deacon Frost, he's going, your mascara's running. <laughs> so there was this scene in there. That was a good Wesley Snipes, I think. That, that, that really was, one. yeah. Um, I love that the scene. That wasn't bad, actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, uh, I love the scene with the, the big blob vampire. Oh, uh, Pearl. That's a great scene. I I uh, Pearl, the big giant yeah. blob of fat uh, Chinese woman. Oh that, yeah, yeah. She's like a librarian. And she doesn't wear clothes because like she wears like, like she weighs like seven thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah. It was just such an interesting character to put in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, this uh, uh, movie was directed by Stephen Norrington, who um, uh, basically ended Sean Connery's career. He directed uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and that was the last film Sean Connery ever, ever did because Sean Connery had a horrible experiences and retired Sean Connery. And now he's dead. No. I don't think he's... Is he dead now? Yeah. I don't think Sean Connery's dead, is he? No, no, he passed away. He oh, passed he away... Uh, yeah, he passed away uh, somewhere in, his, on, in a beach or something. Mm. Passed away... Yeah, but that was his last film because of Stephen Norrington. Actually, Stephen Norrington never directed a film after that, uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is... Stephen, on, Stephen you oh. drove me out of it. <laughs> on October 31st, 2020. Yeah. Oh, wow. I should have known that. Or I, yeah. maybe I did and I forgot. You should have. I, I well, should have known that. But Marcus, well, you didn't drag Marcus. Paul Marcus into this, did you? He's so good. So good with that. But this movie um, made 131 million off of a 43 million budget, and only made uh, Marvel only made 25 thousand dollars off of this film because it was like a flat fee. Um, you want to you get Capone? Here's how you do it. He pulls a knife on you. You pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital. You send one of his to the morgue. You got morgue really good. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no. I, no, you know what? I I wrote notes like how Blade saved Marvel Universe. So I I do have a question. I wonder who the first vampire was that tried going outside. I mean, th there's no way he did yeah. it on his own. Like yeah, like the, the the boss guys were probably like, you know what? Let's lather this guy up with SPS 15. This guy up with SPS 30. Thirty with yep. fifty, and we'll see yep. who survives. You know, and yeah. it had to have been like a like somebody involuntarily was was right. sent out. Just like yeah. get not just getting pushed out, just like go. <laughs> yeah, and then they tested to see like what can you do and how long will it let. Like there were, I, I'm envisioning many many vampires died uh, testing that out. They're like running on treadmills and yeah, you know, yeah. direct sunlight. Yeah, I I also looked up. So like, what is a pure vampire? It's like I was born. A vampire. Yeah, that I didn't know. So understand. how? So well, I looked it up because I was like, well, how how the hell do vampires are born? You know, age. So I looked it up, and in the Marvel universe, and act actually uh, the Underworld uh, universe with the werewolves, uh, I guess vampires uh, for every ten human years, uh, when a vampire ages like ten years, oh, how do I say this? Uh, because uh, every 10 human years is like uh, 30 to 100 years for a vampire. So, like, uh, when a vampire ages 10 years, it could be from 30 to 100 years aging. That's, I looked for it humans. up. So, 
for vampires. So they age slowly, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it when they age ten years, I I might be aging a hundred. Okay, so so okay, so like say like uh, how we age ten years, humans, right? We age ten years. Uh huh. In for, 10 years. For, for a vampire to age 10 years, it would take 30 to 100 years to age 10 years human. Why, why such a wide range? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I looked 100? it up, man. 30 it, to 100 to well, age 10 years. I looked it up. The opposite I looked of dog it up. Years? That's what I said. So uh, some vampires. Yeah, yeah. So we're, maybe we're like dog years. Maybe that's. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean. So they I, age I slower than we do. And some yes. way slower because some vampires. There's a lot of numbers years. between yeah. between yeah. thirty two and hundred. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I guess I guess it all there's depends like on like how powerful numbers a vampire in between you the are. Yeah. So, but that still doesn't answer the question of how they are born a vampire because they did keep referencing like I'm a pure. I was born a vampire. What does that mean? Can like, vampires did, get pregnant? Can, can they reproduce or what? What exactly? How does it happen? I guess Joe? we we'd have to ask Siri. Uh, I don't have the answer. I I really don't know. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I mean, in some like vampire lores, it's, it, they don't even have genitals. I think in uh, Anne Rice's um, novels, they don't. Have no, genitals. they 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 do because they. they I think do? they have sex in her sh- in her. Uh... Yeah, they do because they. I think I they. I don't remember any sex scenes in. In in the books, even well, I mean, I only, I only read Interview with the Vampire and the Vampire Lestat. I thought they did. No. I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, I can't believe I just googled this, but can vampires get pregnant? And the answer is no, they cannot, as their egg cells are frozen and can't be fertilized by sperm. Ooh. All right. Of course. Now wait. That's. <laughs> the website that came from is the Twilight Saga fandom dot com. <laughs> so right, uh, yeah, obviously yeah, not the definitive source. A little different. Yeah, wait yeah. a second. I thought yeah. that um, you you guys in the last episode said um, uh, in the Twilight movies that uh, that uh, chick got pregnant. Yeah, but she was human. She, she was, was human, human before she was con. Turned into yeah. a, so, so I guess vampire the, her vampire sperm they can spew is still it out. alive. Yeah, yeah, they can spew it out, but they can't get another vampire pregnant. I guess the eggs. Well, there's so many lures. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that may just be a question we don't definitively answer tonight. <laughs> we might not know, but it, yeah. but yeah, I was consi- but that would that did strike because they they seemed the ones who were born vampires seem to be kind of looking down their noses at the vampires who were made created or whatever. Yeah. And, but I never, I, in the whole trilogy, I never saw, you know, at least not when I was paying attention, I never saw any, um, explanation of what that meant. Like what, what is a born vampire, you know? Right. And it would have to be, a male vampire and a female vampire having a vampire child. Not, not they both have to be vampires to be. Oh, pure I guess so. yeah, pure. So sort of like uh, it couldn't be Harry like, Potter. Yeah, I mean it the couldn't muggle. be like a vampire muggle, yeah, and a half, human, half blood or whatever, right? Yeah. They, what do they call the the? They called the well, if it was the wizards that were half Muggle, half wizard. The Muggles. 
Mu- no, Muggles are Italians? not. They, they have no. <laughs> they, Muggles have no power at all. Um, but but like I think Jenny Weas or not Weasley. Um, uh, Hermione. One of her parents was a wizard, and one of her parents was a Muggle, and so that's why they were calling her a Mudblood, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the the purebred wizards were ones who had, um, both of their parents were wizards. Yeah. So what 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 does this have to do with Blade? I don't know. I was talking about impregnating vampires. That's what we're talking. I was thinking that that the pure when they were talking about pure vampires as opposed to half vampires or whatever, or born vampires, that there would be some explanation like that, but there never was. Um, I I, I just it's a comic book. Before we move on, I just want to say one more thing. Um, I think the soundtrack is intoxicating. I love the soundtrack uh, to this film. I would like to point out the very beginning of this movie. They know how to throw a vampire rave. Yes. <laughs> Unlike the other Lost Boys movies that we saw, this yeah. is how you do it. Yeah. The first off, you get you get invited to the party by Tracy Lords in yes! a wig. Porno. And then when you're in there, there better be blood spraying up all over the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And actual decent club music playing, not like the crap from the Lost Boys sequels. <laughs> Correct. I Correct. believe a lot of this soundtrack it was did like remind me. I, I believe I heard a lot of it coming out of our bathroom in Chicago. Yeah, uh, when you were that taking showers, <laughs> that was Mark, me. Mark was playing that during showers <laughs> a lot. And then there was that song that I sent you guys that the. Uh, in the club later on in the movie, the rap by the the oh the Japanese Asian girl, uh, Japanese club. girls, yes, yeah. awesome song. It's great. It's <laughs> great. And and one more thing before we move on, um, just the action scenes, just the uh, martial arts fighting. Um, the very end, um, I I think it's fantastic. I, I uh, Wesley Snipes uh, choreographed a lot of uh, a lot of these scenes, by the way. And um, he really got into this role, and then he started like dress. I believe he started dressing like Blade, you know, just to promote the movie and like drive around that car and to show up at clubs. It was hell having him at funerals because he'd just yell at everybody, (laughs) "Use this, use this!" Some motherfucker always trying to skate uphill. (laughs) So great, great uh, line. How about uh, uh, Blade Two? Are we ready to move on to that? Sure. Yes, and I think part of the reason why you liked it, at least a little bit, Matt, was because it was directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, it definitely had a better look, you know, to it, and um, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't love it, but I, but I, it definitely had more of a, I don't know, there was there was more of a, I guess a, a film aesthetic to it that that seemed like somebody cared about what the the environment looked like, what this world looked like, you know? Well, only Guillermo del Toro can craft such specific details in a story, all the way down to Ron Perlman's mustache that extends all the way to the back of his head. Because <laughs> so awkward. That... So awkward. So <laughs> awkward looking at that. Can we talk a little bit about the hairstyles in this series? Because there's Man. some really bad hairstyles. For what, we first, can start off with Blade. Yeah. First and foremost <laughs> yeah. is Blade himself. That yeah. is the yeah. worst haircut I've ever seen in my life. He's got that little like Pee Wee Herman pointy thing at the top. Yeah. Yeah. And then like so yeah, he had the, the tribal, he had the tribal hair, yeah. hairstyle, like on, on the back of his head. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, then 
Yeah, and then who was the other one we just said? Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ron Perlman's got a mustache that goes all the way around to the back of his head. I, I guarantee yeah. I've never seen that before. No. Can you imagine I doubt you'll see that? it again. Can you imagine? It'd be kind of difficult getting the back. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to do that for you. And it's yeah. not something you can just wait until the next time you go to the barber for. Like, you, no. you have to do that every you gotta day. You've got to keep up on that, yeah. yeah you do. Got to have a series of strategic mirrors posted up around your uh, your shower. And, and as a vampire, you live forever. So whoever's doing that for him, they got to get tired of that. Like every day, come on. Maybe <laughs> maybe his hair was like that before he got converted to a vampire, and now that he doesn't age, he also doesn't grow hair. Well, that could be. Yeah, maybe it's you maybe... know. So it's just a one and done. Yeah, you that know, could he's be. stuck with it. He's cursed with that haircut for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Geez. Did Blades' haircut change at all? I don't think so. No, no. He got more tattoos. Did, Did he? he? Yeah, I think if you go from beginning to end, I think his tattooing got a little bit more elaborate. Well, he's uh, a half vampire, so he's probably allowed that, though, because that'll. Yeah, stay. but you could, if you became a vampire today, you could always get tattoos. But but wouldn't the skin heal and like reject yeah. the ink? I don't know. Oh, you know what? There was something I didn't know, also didn't understand. What's the serum that he uses? What, why does he take that? It's He's got, uh, because of the fact that he is half vampire, he always has that thirst for blood. And if he were to give into it, give into the cravings, he would end up, uh, you know, possibly becoming a full vampire. Oh, so in other words. So he's doing that to repress that urge. He's basically David from The Lost Boys. If he just never exactly. killed. No. Except he was, uh, Blade was born half vampire. Yeah. Oh. So he's got the powers of a vampire. How How is he born half vampire? Because uh, a vampire mom... uh, slept or uh, bit oh. into, a, uh, into his mom, and she was pregnant at the time, and then the blood kind of went into the fetus, and he became a half vampire, half human. See, if so, you knew this, Matt, you would have loved these. You movies. might liked it more, yeah. yeah so when totally. when was the serum invented? He wasn't paying as attention. Soon as, he, as soon as he was an infant, Whistler uh, found him when he was thirteen. Yeah, found him when he was thirteen years old. Oh, okay. So all yeah, that if you from, pay attention, from birth, Matt, from birth to thirteen, he was just he, drinking he milk. Was, I guess you uh, know. No, no, it was puberty. Soda pop. He didn't get the thirst until puberty. Oh. Was this kinda mentioned? Like, kind of like the, a mutant. Kind of like this a mutant. mentioned in the movies? Yes. Oh, yeah. boy. I really don't. Attention. I think I, I don't know. No, this is what, no, no, Joe, this is what no? was happening. Matt's, Matt's in the living lot. room. He's walking around, picking up no, stuff. No, no, no. I wasn't watching. Was he can see the TV from the kitchen. He's no. making food. No. Check. I watched that one. No, that's not true. I actually sat down and I did watch it, but... I have to say that I did start daydreaming at various points. <laughs> was th- now, at the points that you were daydreaming, was it in number two, was it every time that Norman Reedus was on screen? Because I know I did. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind Norman Scud. Reedus as much. Everyone calls me Scud. Scud. You know Scud, what? I'm yeah. just going to call you ass face because right you're here. terrible. It's right here. here yeah. Here's your tattoo. <laughs> yeah, and his whole, his whole um, you know, kind of whatever... Uh, no, but his whole betrayal didn't make a whole lot of sense. But no, of course it did. No, 
What, 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 I mean, it came out of nowhere, but it literally came. I mean, it was almost too much out of nowhere, you know. Yeah. Well, it, it was kind of like a shocker. I guess. But yeah. but we all kind of knew that it was going to happen, right? I really did not care for the the fight scene in Blair or Blade's Lair uh, when the two vampires came in and they were fighting in front of the lights. I I loved the choreography of it until okay. I started watching a little bit closer and you could tell how cartoony the computer effects were. Yeah. I was clearly not a human being. Uh, yeah. Um but it was it was fun to watch back back then. Back though. then, yes. It was yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, some of the graphics don't hold up very well. Yeah. 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 Like the death especially I think I made a note of it, the death scenes some of the death scenes, especially in the first one, or maybe the second one of it, uh, I think it was the first one, really were bad. Especially when Stephen or uh, Stephen Dorff, I don't know what's his Stephen Dorff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When he when Deacon he Frost. he makes Gets the head with the head the head vampire, um, they have him outside and make him sit out there. Well, he's got, it was when he had the oh, sunscreen yeah, yeah. on and then oh, he burns yeah. up like that whole, that burning up scene was really, um, did, doesn't was, hold up. That was 1998, Matt. No, I'm just saying, By the way, I'm right. It doesn't hold up, but Jurassic I, Park does. Yes. Oh, oh never mind. Yeah. <laughs> he's got you there. I'll shut up. I'll shut up right um, now. By the way, back to number one, the, the head vampire, the guy's name is, Udo Kier. He's been in actor. everything. He's, he's, he's I, great. That's, everything. That's my point. He was in Ace Ventura. Yeah. Oh. He. Yeah. And and I can't watch him in anything without yeah. thinking about that scene <laughs> at the fancy party with Ace Ventura when he walks by the cello player and he pulls the guy's arm and just comedy he's, gold. He's yeah. he's been in. Everything. He's been in a lot of stuff. He, yeah. He's, he's great. been in a lot of stuff. And every time I see him now, I'm just going Blade, Blade. I always do that. So, um, what did we think of Blade 3? I hate this movie. Or, I mean, unless uh, you have more notes about 2. Uh, no, 2's Well, it's, it's, it's Ryan Reynolds, I think, first attempt of uh, trying to be Deadpool. Without even knowing that he wants to be Deadpool. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, he's it's playing Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds it's is Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds in every movie that he does. It's just, he's got that, that you know, snarky charm. Well, he's a huge comic book fan, and he's always been a fan of Deadpool, and I feel like he's got a sword and whatnot, and I feel like he was just going, I'm going to do Deadpool or something like that. I don't know. I think that's kind of where that like started. I, I do hmm. know that when the marketing was released for this movie, it was out for like three days, and then they had to recall it all and pull it all back because the original advertisement said Jessica Alba instead of Jessica Biel. No! Really? Yeah. No! Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, that was on That's the IMDb page. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I did not crazy. know that. That's insane. <laughs> they are kind of interchangeable, but still, she should probably get credit for the movie she just made. Yeah, no kidding. Well, they're oh, both geez. horrible actresses, in and, my opinion. And, and I got to say, I keep your own opinions, but... I. For as terrible as she was in this film, I love me some Parker Posey. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. she's. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, Heck she is yeah. bad in this. I I love, love Parker her. Posey too, but she is so miscast in this. Parker yeah. Posey cannot walk in high heels, by the way. No, 
Did, did you no. notice that, Joe? No. Did you, did yeah. you guys notice that? Yeah. She cannot yeah. walk in high heels. She's stumbling around all the time in these high heels. She or can't walk. she was inebriated throughout most of the filming. There's that theory, too. So. Oh, oh, is there yeah, a theory could, on yeah, that? Could, yeah. <laughs> I saw her at a dog park several years ago, and uh, she was a nut. Yeah, she yeah. was trying to get in the dog park while I was trying to get out, and she, like, yelled at me, get out of the way! Like, yeah, she was like... <laughs> wait, 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 you actually met her? I wouldn't that, say that I met her. I got yeah. yelled at by her. You got yelled at by her. Way, her. Even I though I was I, trying to leave as she was coming in. I, 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 would, I would have turned around and hugged her. I don't know. That would yeah, have been amazing. I love her in, in uh, happy about that. She had, abuse. She had like four little dogs. And they were all barking and completely out of control. <laughs> I I think how Parker Posey is in this film is how Parker Posey is in real life. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah probably. I, I think so too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she's great in those uh, in those Chris Guest movies. I, I find her very yeah. attractive. I don't care what anybody says. I find her very attractive. I I'm in the same boat. I don't oh, really nice, find her attractive. Joe. I don't find her attractive, but I do think she's funny. I think she's a really I, yeah. she's. Hilarious. I love a jawline. I love a good jawline, man. Whew. Well, let's let's not there's, skip there's over. There's your bumper sound right there. Yeah. No, it's not a bumper sound. I love a jawline. Sound, it's jawline. It's Jaw- not a jaw. Um, the blind woman from she uh, the actress. Yeah, let's let's, let's talk about the whole, her. I want to yeah, talk about talk the entire. About what was the the name of the the ragtag group of vampire hunter kids? Night Stalkers. The Night Stalkers. Yeah. We need to Which address the whole book. Night Stalkers. Okay, I didn't know that. But any any group of vampire hunters, I, if I could make a list of <laughs> all the people in humanity that I would put on this, I don't think Patton Oswald would be on the list. <laughs> Not yeah. <laughs> playing basketball. Who, he ba- cannot play basketball like, at all. Like I don't shit, think he made a shot at all. Like on shit is going down. Hey, let's you'd play be basketball. Much better off, you'd be much better off with the Frog Brothers than Patton. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How in the hell did he get that role in a van? I mean, I, yeah. I know he likes comic books, but oh, does no. he? Yeah. He's oh, a big comic book big fan. comic book fan. Oh, yeah. that must have been a dream. But yeah, and then the oh, other and thing he was is wearing a Fantastic Four shirt, by the way. Yes. Did you notice that? Yes. He's wearing a, what was he wearing? Fantastic Four. A uh, Fantastic oh. Four uh, Four um, logo, which was mm. so cool. Um, and then, yes, of course, we need to discuss, uh, it's Natasha Lyonne, who, she was the blind girl, who, yeah. how, how, I mean, I, I know people that don't have sight can do tremendous things, but I didn't realize they could advance cellular biology that much i would think that would be something you would need your sight to to look to through a on, microscope yeah 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 that would make sense i don't think braille really comes in a whole lot of handy you know but uh and her daughter's there yeah. for for some reason which couldn't i couldn't find a sitter that day yeah i well, guess every day I, I don't yeah know. <laughs> it, really bad acting it was really bad acting and then of course my favorite the archer Jessica Biel. Here we who, go. Who we I'm going on mute. Later, I'm going on mute. Who we find out later is Whistler's daughter, I believe. Yes. And she, her particular weapon of choice, uh, despite the really cool one that uh, they have that like concentrated light uh, that 
you can like slice through vampires. Yeah, that seems with it. really hard. The to UAV would be very dangerous. Isn't it like a UAV or what? What is it called? That blue light. What it's, is it called? It's a concentrated UV like laser. Yeah. Yeah. Seems oh, like you would yeah. cut your own. That's what you're talking you'd about. Cut okay. yourself a lot with that, or cut your off of your it's own. It's a hand. lightsaber. Well, but, but I, yeah, it's basically what it is. But yeah. I think it's a lightsaber. It's it's UV light. Like for humans, you're fine. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. But you would think instead of having Didn't it she cut go from like one side to the it, other, or no, it was just vampires. Just vampires. Oh, okay. Vampires. You would think it would just point out in a straight line, mm. you know, and then you just cut them all in half. But anyway, despite having that wonderful weapon of choice she decides to go with a compound bow and you know shoots these fancy schmancy weighted arrows at them but there's a scene in there that i absolutely abhor and allow me to discuss this just because something i it's bothered me for years there's like this training montage where she keeps trying to to hone her skills her archery skills shooting at a target over and over again and she's shooting it through this like radar gun area. It's like a bunch of different wires that will track how quickly the arrows are going. And then, then after every shot, it shows how many miles per hour that, that arrow is traveling, but that's not how compound bows work. They will go the same amount of speed every time you shoot it, unless you're readjusting it time and time again for more weight, for more, more pullback. So it's not a is matter it's not a matter of how often she pulls it back or how well she, of an archer she is with accuracy. It's not gonna. It's stupid. If anybody knows anything about archery, it's just a dumb scene. So so so, I thought okay. So all this time I thought she was just it was getting she was hitting it harder and harder because she was using her anger. She was using it, use it. And it was through her anger. And she's like letting loose and all that. No, that if, doesn't work. If it was a, if it was a recurve bow that the farther you could pull it back, then it would have more force. That has some possibility, but a compound bow pulls back to a certain part every time. And then it, it rests. It's called a let off. And that's, that's it. That's the capacity of the strength of that bow. Once you've reached it, that's it. It will never get any faster unless you tighten the limbs of the bow, which makes it harder to pull back because basically it's the force that you're pulling back on the the string is equal to what it's releasing the arrow at. So it's just all around a really dumb segment. I thought somebody in Hollywood would have caught that, but I (laughs) guess not. Here's a question, Joe. What are your thoughts on like Hawkeye like when you see Hawkeye like shoot a bow? Did they he do actually okay? he doesn't shoot a compound bow. She had a whole compound hunting setup yeah. for her thing. He's got more of a, uh, a, a recurve uh, bow that? that it's it doesn't have. There's things on the top and bottom. They look like pulleys. They're called cams. Those are what makes a compound bow a compound bow. It, it ha- helps add the strength. And uh, it, it also, when you're holding it, it's taking care of some of the struggle. Once you pull that all the way back, you're not holding 100 pounds when you pull back. You're holding like 80% of that. Uh, okay. So you can hold it back longer. When you've got no assistance, no cams on the top and bottom, and you pull back 100 pounds worth of tension, you're still holding 100 pounds the whole time. Gotcha. Um, I, I will have to say, um, 
I, I was uh, over For at a house. For those of you who missed out, you, you just entered archery talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. Um, did, just so you know, um, I got a lot of respect for, like, people who, like, pull back a bow. Um, someone gave me a a, a, a bow, and I uh, says, yeah, just pull it back. I could not pull it back. I could yeah. not. It was, it was like, almost, I was, like, just going like this, could not pull it back. I was like, I think I'm kind of strong, and I, I'm wiry. I can pull it back. Nope. Could not pull it back. Okay, so that was me just saying I'm a weakling. All right. Continue. <laughs> it's fantastic. All right, so that was my archery rant. Now I'm done. <laughs> and yeah, the uh, back to oh, oh, wait, wait, Blade wait, Trinity. Blade Trinity. Uh, can we talk about the main villain, Dracula? I was just about to say Dominic Purcell Horrible. as Drake, the vampire king. Uh, Worst yeah. Dracula ever. First off, film. if he's if he's like the vampire king, why would why would he run from Blade? Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't he be running at him? Yeah. What a I, coward! I don't even I don't even know what to say. I, I, all I wrote down in my notes was probably the worst Dracula ever. Blade come to die. It was. I mean, it it was bad. It it, it was super bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm looking at my notes for number three, and although, uh, there was one thing I thought was that needed to be pointed out. There's a scene where Drake, the head vampire guy, is walking down the streets of whatever city they were in, and he walks into a vampire yeah. store. Who, where, where are these <laughs> vampire stores, and where can I buy a franchise of those? <laughs> to get the Count Chocula cereal yeah, boxes I need to, and whatnot. <laughs> that's the one get. thing that's missing from the Quad City that area. That place is, is going to go out of Yeah, store. they don't have... That place would go out of business like that. Are you kidding me? Nothing but, like, yeah. uh, vampire, like, Dracula stuff. It's I a very specific a, uh, market. Yeah. yeah, they can't. They don't bring in enough revenue to pay the rent on that. They need like a bodega or a kiosk or something, but they can't do a whole retail. Well, store. they might own the building. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Uh, a quick note on Blade uh, Trinity: uh, Ryan Reynolds and Wesley Snipes never got along on the set. Ryan said he never met Wesley Snipes; he only met yeah. Blade. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> the only best Blade. <laughs> that, that says a lot of how Wesley Snipes took Blade so seriously. And um, Blade oh. is coming out on Disney Plus, a series, and Wesley yeah. Snipes was petitioning for him to be um, Blade, and that didn't work out. And by the way, looking at Wesley Snipes on the Oscars just recently... Um, Matt made a really uh, funny joke and uh, saying uh, that's not Wesley Snipes, that's just a blade because he's so skinny. He's very very skinny. I don't know if it's uh, for a role or whatnot, but he's he the bulk is not there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hopefully he's not sick, but from what I've read, I he's not. not he's I think he's just he's just thin. That's all. But he's definitely looks very different. But you know he's older now, I guess. So. Um, yeah, but yeah, I can't imagine he he really. I guess he really did a lot of method acting, which is kind of proof that method acting doesn't always work. Yeah, and you so need now to pay your taxes. The uh, the Disney new development is there is a new or they're rebooting it. I believe is oh. what it is, and Blade is going to be played by. I'm going to butcher this, uh, Marshala Ali. Yeah. 
uh, he's, he's from a, Moonlight, he's right? Cast. Um, give me one second. He was he was in House of Cards. He was in um, Luke Cage. Oh, okay. Netflix yeah. series with Luke Cage. Was he Luke Cage? No. Uh, no. He was like the head mobster. Yeah. Who's directing it? Uh, that's an excellent question. And Bossum Tarek hmm. is rumored. I wonder if it's going to be more like a more like faithful to the comic books or something. Uh, I don't know. Although one of the writers is Gene Colan, who was a he's an old time comic book Arthur. Yeah. So interesting. I don't know. I'm sure we'll see it. Yeah. It's horror related. Yeah. So hopefully it's good. So that wraps. That's slightly disappointing that. Matt didn't love it like Mark and I do, but no, you know, yeah, can't win them all. Well, no. well, when when uh, last episode when we ended the episode, I texted Joe probably like twenty minutes after. I said Matt's gonna hate. <laughs> and Joe and Joe replied back. He's going, we don't know. He's never seen it. I'm like, true enough, true enough. <laughs> I, I, d- I didn't. I will say I didn't hate Blade. It's fun. Do you, it's fun. Do you, in general, like at least the current stream of Marvel movies out there? Um, the Iron Man's, the Captain America's. I, I mean, it's not my cup of tea necessarily, but I, I yeah. like, you know, I liked. I, I'm a little tired of them now, but I definitely liked everything through Endgame and all that. I thought, you know, those were pretty good. Um, Sometimes it all gets a little too CGI for me. Um, like I just I saw the latest the latest uh, Spider Man, and it was just very CG to me. And I, I just especially Spider Man himself just looks so I I don't know I, it takes me out of it. I I have a hard time really getting into those. Um, but you know I like some of it. It's just so much of it now that I think it's I feel a little inundated by it. But um, but I I definitely liked the Marvel movies up through that, you know, that whole run with uh, Endgame and all that. I liked those. I thought they were well done. Well, I'm super glad that I didn't go into the whole uh, Marvel uh, Marvel Universe, how Blade saved the whole entire, you know, franchise and comic books of Marvel Universe, because I had two pages on that. But that's fine. Okay. Well, thank you for not going into that. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm sure he'll type it up and email it to us later. Uh, all right. Well, I guess then, uh, I mean, did you guys have more to say about this? Yeah, yeah Mark's got two pages. Oh, no, no. I, I will if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did write it down, like, uh, freeform. I mean, I, uh, I no, I, I'm, I I'm, all, I'm good. I got it. No, no, no. And it's, it's now officially Matt's pick. I got it right here. <laughs> well, we, I, just so everyone knows out there, Mark does... Did write something down about how it saved the Marvel universe. So we won't get into that though. So Mark, you know what Mark? You should type that up, and I'll put it on the website. Oh, there you go. Really? Now, now if somebody really, yeah, somebody really wants to know, they can go to the website, and it's the only place they're going to get it. Mm. Can you can you do a spelling? Yeah, I'll do spell check for you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, your computer does that too. Yeah. Oh, I never. No, I'm. I'm always. I'll writing. double check. I'm always you, writing. If you you type it up, you send it to me. I'll spell check it. I'll get it on the website. I'll even put a blade graphic on there. Are you able to type? 
I I can type. I just I don't know. It's I I always write. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm old. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that wraps it up for uh, Blade. But uh, our next theme was my choice, and that is going to be French Extreme or New French Extreme or New French Extremity. I've heard it said a bunch, um, and this is a s- bunch of movies. Basically, it's a it's a sort of subgenre that came around in the early 2000s and continues really almost up to today, basically, because there was there was one that came out a few years ago called Revenge that that is also considered in the new French extreme. Um, but they are, they're, they're horror, but they also have a lot of action and a lot and, and tend, tend to be a little more brutal, uh, in general, a not little. all of them are, but, but well, I, I, I should say a lot more brutal for some of them. Uh, but some of them, not as much, you know, um, so it just, but they tend to be more violence. Um, I think we should change this up a bit since we've all started diving down this list of movies that we've already watched for the homework assignment. Why don't you give everybody a list of like five or six movies in case they want to watch it within the next two weeks? Good thinking, Joe. I like it. Great idea. And the good news for our listeners is that all of these movies, I believe, are on Shudder. Uh, I'm not going to say one. Okay, here's what I'll say. Uh, I you definitely should watch Inside. Now these are all difficult. So if you are somebody who is squeamish and and ha- has trouble with violence and torture porn and you know that kind of thing, rape revenge movies, then this is definitely not the week that you'll want to, these are not the movies you want to watch because there's a lot of rape revenge. There's also a lot of torture porn. There's a lot of violence, a lot of gore, a lot of, a lot of extreme violence. Um, but not a lot of dance numbers, not a lot of, no, there's, there's no song no, and dance in this. No musical, but yeah. I would say, um, let's see, high tension inside irreversible. irreversible. I would, I really have to strongly, uh, warn you about that's a very, very difficult movie <laughs> to watch. And the, <laughs> still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it. I chickened out. I still haven't seen it. Just so you it's, know, I, I'm not good with French horror. I, I'm, it freaks me out after Matt introduced me to, uh, inside. I, I'm not good. Yeah, so, I'm going to be watching it, but that I would say that Irreversible and Martyrs are both movies that you, if you're, if you're, that those you might want to avoid. I think you could probably handle High Tension. You could probably handle Inside, although that's that's pretty graphic as well. But it's not as certainly not as bad as Martyrs or 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 definitely not Irreversible. Anyway, uh, and then there's Revenge came out a few years ago. Uh, what, what am I missing here? Oh, you saw one called Shaitan. Yeah. That, uh, is French extreme. Them is probably the, the least brutal of all of these. Um, and it's also probably the one I like the least of all of them. I I can't say I like irreversible, but it's better movie than, than them. Yeah. I didn't like watching any of these they're they're hard to watch <laughs> they are really hard to watch yeah although yeah. i loved inside i really like it. as hard as it is seriously, to watch seriously joe yeah these these are not easy watches at yeah. all this is gonna be brutal no i yeah, mean I, just, I get but you it, saw I get it. it did you watch inside yes i no. i, I mean I no loved no inside. no joe 
Did you oh. watch it? Oh, I've seen them all. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. I've seen everything. So yeah. those are they're all on, and you can Google it too. What are the French extreme movies? Uh, they're all on Shutter this month. It just happened to be that way. I'd been thinking of doing this, and then all of a sudden I look up, and it's and they're all on Shutter this month. So it's an easy one. If you get a month of Shutter, you'll be able to knock these out. So check them out. Uh, again, that would be high tension inside. Uh, Irreversible if you can handle it. Martyrs if you can handle it. Shaitan, Revenge. Them. Them. Those would be the seven, I would say. Uh, and if you look it up, there might be a couple others that would be considered in the in that genre as well. So, all right, I guess that is. Oh, uh, and also please go to our website. And if you love our our show, which we our, our downloads were really great this month, and uh, our audience is is uh, growing once again. And, and I, I love that. So, but if you, like I said, we don't really make any money at this and we spend money to do it. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, if you enjoy our show, uh, just buy yourself a t-shirt, buy yourself a hoodie, something like that. A little bit of that money goes to us and it helps us pay for things like our record recording website and, you know, things like that. And it allows us to, uh, to do this without digging into our pockets too much. Um, and we, you know, Joe put a lot of time into designing those shirts and the logos and all the things that are on there. So, you know, I have a little appreciation and then you can walk around, you can advertise our show and maybe other people will check it out. We'd love it. Yeah. So I guess that is it until next time. We will see you later. Good night, everybody. I love a jawline. I love a good jawline, man. I'm not good.